1: Hello, and welcome to back to Florida Foodie. I'm Lisa Bell. And I'm Candace Campos. For months, we've all heard about restaurants struggling to find workers to fill their shifts. The businesses have needed everything from dishwashers to even the wait staff, but now there is a new app that has just recently launched here in Orlando that might be able to help you kind of fill the need. It's called Gig Pro. To help us explain how it all
2: works, we are joined today by the founder of Gig Pro, who is also a former chef, Ben Ellsworth. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Talk about just the app you need during this time. Of course, in the headlines, we're constantly talking about the great resignation. People cannot find enough employees, but you actually launched this uh, about a year and a half ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I have spent a long time in the industry. Um, I was launching a menu at a local restaurant. Uh, a dishwasher didn't show up for a shift. I looked at my line staff and I said, who knows a guy? We all got 40 people on our phones that can cover the shift, but finding the person available is impossible. Um, That's when I got an Airbnb notification that someone had booked a room in my house for the night. And I was like, I wish he had booked to wash these dishes. (laughs) And that was kind of the light bulb moment.
1: I love it. Mm-hmm. So what's the process? So you have this Gig pro app Let's say you are somebody who wants to pick up a shift somewhere, doesn't have an exact spot yet. they download Gig Pro and mm-hmm. what needs to happen?
0: Uh, so they would download the app We're in Apple Store, Google Play. they would create a profile, select their market as Orlando um, create a little bio picture, sell themselves in 400 characters or less, and upload some work history. Um, When gigs post in the market, they get notified. They can apply to the ones they want. If they're selected to work, they just have to confirm the gig, show up, and then the funds are directly deposited into their bank account. And you're sure.
2: specifically focusing on the hospitality industry, people who would work in a restaurant, uh, chefs, whatever. Why, why did you want to narrow it down to that only?
0: I think it's because I spent 25 years in the hospitality industry. So we do restaurants, catering companies, event companies, hotels, lots of resorts Um, but yeah anything that encompasses hospitality and service Um, i think it was the industry that was hit the hardest by you know the pandemic Um, it needs a lot of help right now i would rather focus on that solely and do that really well before we branch out anywhere else i mean i i definitely think there's a need that this thing could could fill for other industries but this one's the most dear to my heart.
2: Yeah, yep. baby steps. Absolutely. You were talking about the importance of kind of making helping people make connections. Um, so when we were talking about the hospitality industry, why, in your view, did so many people quit their job or become laid off?
0: Um, I mean, it's not like it happened during the pandemic. Like this has been going on for over a decade. Um, you know in Charleston, in any market that's got a big dining scene and a high cost of living that's experienced like a lot of economic gentrification. I mean, people are, where's all the restaurants? They're in city center, you know, people are getting pushed out of there further and further. And you know if you can't afford to live in the area, it's tough to get get to the area. Um, so that was a decade you know of staffing just getting worse and worse and worse. and then COVID was like this band-aid that just got ripped off. you know 2.5 million people laid off in the industry total. Uh, We didn't get all that number come back. We didn't even get half of that number come back. Um, And they continue to leave. You know, one out of three people right now that are in the industry are looking to get out. So it's gonna get worse. Um, It's a tough spot for sure.
2: And you were saying some of the things that people are looking for, better pay, flexible schedule, benefits, and you're helping people find places that may offer that.
0: Yeah, I mean, we took a stance on the platform that we're going to start out with a $15 an hour minimum. That's kind of the only requirement we have is that you can't post lower than $15 an hour. Above that, a business can post at whatever hourly rate they want. Um, we don't assign anyone. We don't use algorithms to connect people with computers. Um uh, it's not like a traditional staffing agency where you order seven. Like, we're not dealing with hamburgers, we're dealing with people. Um, so. You know, once someone posts the job on the gig, the person can then apply to the gig that they want. The business, in turn, has the power to select the candidate or candidates that they want, um, and then the first person to confirm gets it. So there's a lot more empowerment over those selections right. and the connections that you can have.
1: And how much? How much are we are we paying? You know, how how are people getting paid? So the workers are getting paid. I mean, how how are you also making this? you know, thrive?
0: Yeah, so we don't uh, we don't collect anything from the workforce. Um, you know, the Uber model, you know, you drive your car all night and then Uber's going to take 30%. You know, the driver's the one in demand, which right now the worker's in demand. You don't tax the people that are in demand. Um, so we collect an 18% fee from the business. Um, to keep that math simple, $100 gig, they would pay out, One eighteen. That 18% covers the entire HR lift, so the business doesn't need to worry about payroll tax. They don't need to worry about 1099 paperwork. We cover that on our end, and then every worker on the platform is covered with a million-dollar occupational accident insurance policy to keep them safe on the job, and then the the cherry on top is that we don't have placement fees. No one's beholden to us. No one's on our contract. If that person comes in and they jive with you and you jive with them, have that conversation and see if you can have a possible applicant on your hands.
2: And that is great. And have you had examples of that where people have gone from doing like a gig here or there to becoming fully employed?
0: It happens all the time. We don't track it through Uh uh, the platform by any means because we don't, we don't charge for it, so right. there's no need to track. But, uh, you know, we work very closely with our business partners, and yeah. we hear about it all the time. So it definitely happens. Um, you know, it's usually the businesses that have a business model that attracts the workforce.
1: And those are the ones that probably need it the most. I mean, they're the ones that deserve the employees because they treat their employees You know the best that they can
0: they're definitely staying for some reason yeah
1: exactly (laughs) so i mean what's the biggest difference so you were saying that you were a chef before and now you got got gig pro so uh, you know what's the biggest difference that you've had in in your life being you know in the restaurant to being helping the restaurants
0: yeah probably the the, probably the temperature
1: (laughs) it's Um, cooler (laughs) yeah
0: yeah it is it is it's pretty warm down here in florida but uh yeah um i mean restaurant works tough yeah. You know, I don't think a lot of people understand how tough it is. I mean, when you go out to your restaurant, you know, it seems like this graceful process, you know. And uh, I had a chef tell me a long time ago, he's like, you know, uh, a restaurant is like a, a swan kind of gliding across the water. It looks really graceful, but you go right underneath the waterline, there's these two legs that are beating like crazy, you know, to prolong that grace. But, um,
2: that's right a good now, analogy that really, you know, yeah I mean, when you you see this beautiful bird gliding across the lake it looks fabulous but you don't really see all the work that's going in behind the scenes yeah
0: i mean you know it's everyone goes into the hospitality industry when they're off the hospitality industry's on it's not a normal work schedule. all the time yeah i mean right. you're working while everyone else is playing it's
2: kind of like the news industry Yeah, (laughs) I'm sure. The news is on when everyone's at home. Yeah, Yeah. it's
0: just it's it's just nonstop. But um, you know, it's uh, you add um, low wages to that. You add um, you know, no health care, no benefits. I mean, if there's if there's an industry that needs some form of health care, it's this one. I mean, it's riddled with stress, alcohol, drug abuse, long hours totally taxing on the body and it's, it's just not there. And then it's you know, hard
2: to get to that point, though. I mean, as a restaurant owner where you are just barely, you know, making a buy mm-hmm. to then be able to offer employees, you know, anything above $15 an hour. I mean, benefits and all of that just seems like so high and so hard to get that it's for your unattainable employees. Goal Absolutely. Sometimes. Well, I mean, you know,
0: the pain point has always been kind of on the worker.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: you know, and now the pain point has shifted Yeah, and it's right on the business, you know, and at some point the pain point's going to have to shift to the consumer. Um,
2: which it already kind of is starting to. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and it might have to shift more in some cases. Mm-hmm. I mean, rent's up, food's up, you know, mm-hmm. everything's up. Wages mm-hmm. are up. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I'll pay an extra dollar for my hamburger if the guy cooking it doesn't have to work three jobs Mm -hmm. just to survive. But you don't
2: know that as a consumer, you know, you go in, you don't know what these people are making and, you know. Or what else has gone into getting that burger onto your plate?
0: And I think a lot of it, you know, comes to awareness. I mean, people yeah. people are starting to say, you know, like, we're adding an extra for this. Right. You know? And, uh,
2: and I know as a consumer, if I see that on the menu, you know, we're raising this price because blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I I understand, and I get it, and I expect that, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I'm, you know, not angry by that. It's just, oh, okay, that makes sense, you know. Mm -hmm. What do you think the reaction is for, you know, people when they see the prices going up and there's (laughs) some type of explanation offered? I mean, I
0: I think that some people are there to support, you Mm -hmm. know. I mean, when the pandemic first hit... and the restaurant industry had to kind of pivot and they said, look, you can't eat inside with us, but will you drive to the curb? Like people did it and they did it gracefully, you know? Um, but you know, I can see the, sticker shock and people mm-hmm. getting upset but then you know they turn around and they order a chick-fil-a sandwich from doordash for 12 right, right, you
1: know right
0: smiling and it can't be the simple fact of convenience and right. it's showing up cold to your house you know like it's just you know it's a that perspective that they have when they're going to a restaurant it's like do you want a great experience or do you want affordability Mm -hmm. like which one are you looking for? well and
2: i think for the longest time as consumers we have been trained to go for affordability and now things are shifting because of all the price pressures and so it now is going to be more of an experience perhaps for some people when they dine out yeah and
0: which I mean, that's what dining out is. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's an, an experience, experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. You know. So where uh, where is Gig Pro right now? Where are you set up, and where business businesses participating?
0: Um, so November 2020, we launched Charleston, and then we quickly launched Nashville, Charlotte, and then we did the Raleigh Durham triangle area then Austin, Texas, then Asheville, Savannah, Hilton Head. I mean, it it, it really erupted. It's pretty mind-blowing. Um, and now you're in Orlando. And now we're coming Why to Orlando. Why in
1: Orlando? We're not we don't, we're not right? going for a yeah. hospitality or anything.
0: Um, <laughs> well, I mean, you get a lot of great chefs here. Yeah, we do. You know? um, the, it, Basically, when we were selecting markets, um, we did it on a couple of things, and that was population. It was also uh, underserved markets, so they didn't have a lot of solution Mm -hmm. in this arena, and then... um, you know, the last one was kind of that economic gentrification. Yeah. Have people been pushed out? Mm-hmm. Is there a lot of growth going on? Usually when there's a lot of growth going I mean, in Charleston right now, the going rate of a bedroom is $1,500. Mm-hmm. And that is crazy. like out.
1: it's yeah, crazy. Out,
0: you know. 15 bucks an hour does not even work in that situation. Mm -hmm. You know, and people are like, hey, we're gonna pay, you know, we're paying a livable wage here. We're paying 15 bucks an hour minimum, but livable wage is food, water, and Mm -hmm. shelter. It's a step above homelessness.
2: (laughs) So since you've launched this, which has been about a year and a half, uh, have you seen businesses, restaurants, whatever they may be, uh, catering companies, up the amount of money they're offering per gig to try and attract more people?
0: I've seen someone post a dishwashing gig for 50 bucks an hour.
2: Wow. Is that legitimate? I mean, are they, and yeah, what is, is that legitimate? If someone posts that, is there like a safeguard to make sure, okay, I mean, I'll go wash
0: dishes for 50 bucks
1: an hour. I mean, is it supply and demand? Is that what it is?
0: It's the people that get it you know, that aren't in the, I mean, for years in this industry, we had, we put these obligatory hourly rates on these Mm -hmm. positions. Mm -hmm. Dishwashers make eight to $10 an hour, no more, no less. Line cooks make 14 to 16, no more, no less. And same for management, no more, no less, but nothing, you know, nothing computed around it. Like what's, what's the cost if this person's not here? Right. You know, what's the cost when your dishwasher doesn't show up? How
2: valuable is your, that person? And
0: your chef, how much does he make an hour? Because he's the one washing dishes. Yeah. And does that mean he's not on Expo? Does that mean that food slows down? Quality of food slows down. We do People don't, get
1: pissed. We don't <laughs> yeah.
0: turn, yeah, we get bad customer service. We don't turn the dining room one time. Like, it's...
2: What is the cost of what's that? What's the cost well, of yeah, this person that, right?
0: yeah. being here, you know? Um and then what's the long-term cost, you know? You give yeah. you, you give a bad experience.
2: Someone's not coming back. Someone's
0: not coming back, you know.
2: So, but if a company posts, you know, an obscene amount of money, what some people would think would be an obscene amount of money, like $50 an hour for a dishwasher, um, what sort of guarantee is there with GigPro that if I apply for that job and I'm selected that I'll actually get that $50 an hour or whatever it is?
0: Um, That gig had over
2: 100 applicants
0: on it. I'm sure (laughs) it (laughs)
1: did. That will get somebody (laughs) in
0: And uh, the the person that works the gig. Uh-huh. You know, they got paid in thirty minutes or less after oh, good. the gig. And you
2: got signed. your eighteen percent.
0: Yeah.
2: Awesome. So how has the reaction been from from businesses?
0: Um, I mean, right now we're filling like 1,200 shifts a week in Charleston.
2: Ooh, that's amazing. In Charleston alone. Yeah. So you, when you pulled up here to New 6 in Orlando, you arrived in a bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that's because you are expanding so rapidly. It's a spanky RV right? yeah. on a bus, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 then you're just going from city to city, you know, launching this, rolling it out.
0: Yeah. I mean, since the, very, since the very beginning, I've been like, you know, we can't grow fast enough. Mm-hmm. You know, like they need us everywhere. Mm-hmm. now. Um, but we're growing as fast as we can. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I spend a lot of time on the road. So
1: we
2: do so many news stories on this so-called great resignation. You know, four million people quit their jobs last month. Where are you seeing... A lot of people looking for gigs? I mean, where are all those people? Where are they? Where are they going? What are they doing?
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, in Charleston, if someone posts a job on the platform, 14,000 phones go off. Um, I know from the numbers that I saw within labor and statistics for South Carolina, Mm -hmm. um, you know. You can only tell like what industries the labor went up um, so that was construction logistics and then travel mm-hmm. um, and then Amazon got tons of people of course um, and then lots of the rideshare apps you know the rideshare apps are putting a nail in the coffin of the industry. How do we get those people out of their cars and like back into the kitchens and restaurants to connect and help out and all that? So, um, how do we get the people back from Amazon? Amazon's a horrible place to work, but when you have an industry that you know is kind of plagued by low wages and lack of incentives, like it doesn't take a lot to do a little bit better. Yeah. And
2: And if they're offering benefits and maybe a path up in the company, um, some people are drawn to that. Uh, But I do think what is enticing about what you're doing is it is a gig. So there are people who may not want a full-time job or may not be able to do a full-time job because they have childcare issues or whatever. But this is an opportunity to make some money on a very temporary basis. And
0: we have, um, you know, the good thing going for us is that 70% of all, all adults in the United States have worked in the hospitality industry at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they might not want to pick up a full time schedule, yeah. But they would pick up a shift with you know on a non committal basis. So in Charleston we see lots of teachers, firefighters, military. Um, you know, we've got uh, Dorchester County Sheriff Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) because
0: he wants to like be a better cook at home for his wife.
2: That's awesome. That's a brilliant idea.
0: I mean it's you know, it's like when the labor shortage is so exacerbated, you know, it's like, I'll take who I can get because right now it's, you know, the revenue's there. People want to eat out. They're lined up at the door. We can't capture that revenue because we're understaffed. So we're closing on Sunday and Monday. Mm -hmm. We're limiting our reservations. Like we can't capture the revenue, but it's there. You know, that's a uh, never really been in that position before. Um, And then at the same time, we're using all this software to buy resumes, which doesn't make a lot of sense, Mm -hmm. you know?
2: Well, and Um, I feel like so many people, I've heard from so many people who are just so annoyed and frustrated with the whole online application process because they feel they send in all this information and it goes nowhere. It goes to some virtual wall that filters through these things and they never get to a real human being. So it seems like this kind of bypasses a lot of that. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. I mean... If I pay all these monies, if I post to Craigslist or Indeed, Mm -hmm. and I buy a stack full of resumes, Mm -hmm. great. I got some more work to do. And then I sit down with a stack of resumes, which may or may not even be there right now. Uh, There might be no stack. But I'm still filtering all this time and money Mm -hmm. into this. But if I get the stack of resumes, I set up the 20 interviews. Two people show up. I hired the wrong guy. Three weeks after I hire him, he gets his first paycheck and I never see him again. But, like, I've spent all this time and money and effort to get to the point that I want to see you work.
2: Yeah. I want to see if it's
0: a good fit. For
2: the people who want to work, is there any sort of background check or background screening? Or how do you know, you know, if you own a restaurant, that I really am the gourmet chef that I claim to be?
0: (laughs) How do you know with a resume?
2: Right. Uh, yeah. True. You know. Shame. Mm-hmm. You
0: don't know mm-hmm. until you know. We're building out background checks. It'll probably be released in a in a week or two. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of. I mean, our main focus has been the independent restaurants, just because they don't have uh, the resources right. that mm-hmm. the corporate giants. Have but you know um, we're building out the background checks to go into the more corporate arenas that require them, um, and then you know people ask you about vetting all the time, and I'm like, how do you vet? You right. know, yeah. oh, <laughs> you right. got a pulse. Yeah. Great, come on, you're in. hired. You know, <laughs> yeah. like you showed up. It's you're like hired. wanting
1: to hire the guy from your Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and my other question is, is like, if if I if I put my resume on there. Are, am I able to work any job? So is it just washing dishes? I, I shouldn't say just, but is it washing dishes? can I, can I waitress? Can I, I mean, w- are there certain tiers to Yeah. Entires? I mean,
0: most of the, you know, the, the largest number of roles that are performed on the app or support roles, you know, we need people, we need banquet servers, you know, we need you to come to this wedding and, you know, m- remove plates and fill waters and pass out Bev naps. Like just yes. we need you to corral a lot of people, you know, mm. uh, a lot of it, you know, roles within the industry are transferable because if I'm a server and I want my silverware so I can roll it and get out of here. I'm going to go back into the dish pit and I'm going to, roll, you know, wash the silverware and get all the stuff out of the way. So everybody's had enough experience within the industry to kind of get these support roles done, right? Um, and that's what we're seeing. You know, there's not a lot of like fine dining restaurants that are like, hey, we need somebody to come in and cook our forty-five dollar steaks tonight, <laughs> right? Right, right, right. You know, But we can get an extra set of hands in the door, and maybe that prep cook that yeah. you know used to work the line at night can step in and fill the role. Got it. Um, So, I mean... You know, we can definitely get people the help that they need fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now, that's the name of the game is fast. Like, how can I get the help that I need now to capture the revenue that's waiting at the door? But then, at the same time, get my business in front of as many applicants as possible. And so, we kind of take care of all that. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: And how many businesses have have loved the idea and are hopping on your on the bandwagon here here yeah. in Orlando?
0: here in Orlando we've got about 14 you know that have signed up prior to us showing up
2: but nationwide
0: over 2,000 and then over like 40,000 pros so out of wow. 12 markets
1: what's the future? crazy growth I mean yeah what's, yeah. what's your, what's your <laughs> thought like just let's focus Let's you know pinpoint here Orlando I mean there's 14, there's there's yeah. so many more restaurants. There's and are so you limiting more... that?
2: I know you're just rolling it out, but Orlando is a huge right. area. I mean, we've Massive. got, yeah. So I, we extend across several counties. Really, where are your boundaries in Central Florida?
0: None. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like I said, there's, we're not sending people anywhere so they can look at, you know, Mm -hmm. is it right around the corner from my house? Is it too far that I'm willing to drive? What's the value between the distance of the gig and the hourly rate? Maybe if
2: they're an Uber driver, they can pick up a drive (laughs) on their way to the restaurant, you know, work.
0: They don't have to drive their car into the ground. I don't know Mm -hmm. what Uber drivers make, but, you know, I, I wouldn't assume that it would buy you another car. Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
1: that's very true. Mm-hmm. So um, what other cities are you looking towards? Uh,
0: I think Tampa's probably going to be next mm-hmm. and then Miami. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So you're, you're here in Florida for
2: a little bit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's exciting. I mean, this must be very exciting for you. Uh, do you miss working in a restaurant?
0: Um, man, I get asked that all the time. Uh, I don't, um, 25 years is a long time Mm -hmm. you know 25 years cooking for strangers i feel like i did it um you know i can still get passionate and teach my children how to make pasta and cook kimchi and make pickles and do all that stuff at home um you know i i i really enjoyed it i mean how many you know how many jobs can you have when you know someone's like you know, what do you do? I create memories for people, you know, timeless, priceless memories. I mean, there's not a lot of industries or jobs that you can do that in. Um, but I feel like I I served my time. Mm-hmm.
1: But you still enjoy cooking? Just oh, not, yeah. you guys know, it's not cooking yeah. for- yeah. Open my yet. fridge, <laughs> you know?
0: It's, uh, it's packed with all kinds of crazy goodies, yeah.
2: And were you a chef in Charleston? Is that where your restaurant was? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with us and telling us about gig pro. Uh, I think it's great. The
1: Tinder for restaurants. That's yeah, right. Yeah. I love it. I love the idea. It's yeah. great. It
2: is a great idea. And I think anything that people can do to cut down the red tape in the hiring process, making it easier, cheaper, more efficient. That's fantastic. And obviously there's a huge need. Yeah, and it 100%. looks like you're getting
1: results yeah. for, for, for so many employees and so many people in the restaurant industry.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's working. Hence the, you know, rapid growth. I mean, uh, um, Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't see myself going (laughs) into technology, but it happened. So, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: But you have the experience behind it, which makes the technology a little easier. I feel as you know, you know, the life behind the kitchen, outside the kitchen, and now you understand their needs. Yeah.
0: I mean, I've, I've been the guy that's had to work two or three jobs to make ends meet Mm -hmm. and I've been the operator that, you know, just could not find people, um, And this is a whole different thing that's going on. Like, I I haven't been in a kitchen since the pandemic, but, um, you know, my heart goes out. I talk to so many businesses, and I mean, it's bad shape out there right now.
2: How many more $50 an hour gigs have been posted to wash dishes?
0: (laughs) None. (laughs) That was uh, was the only one. I have uh, 35 can pop up Uh uh, pretty frequently, but I would say... The average wage on the platform is usually around nineteen bucks an hour, Uh Um, and uh, you know that's across all markets. Mm -hmm. So, and what
2: about servers? I mean, is that you know a a minimum plus tips, or how does that work?
0: Usually, like event server, event bartender, those are the ones that get up in the like thirty dollars an hour range. So.
1: And they get to keep their tips.
0: Yeah. Well, that's up to the business. So it's a contract, Mm -hmm. it's a guarantee. We were trying to mess around with tips, uh, but I never worked with you before.
3: Yeah. (laughs) And I don't know if that's,
0: you know, I don't know Mm -hmm. what the gratuity is. So, you know, most of the people working shifts that had like, you know, gratuity attached to them usually. I mean, they wanted the guarantee just yeah. because they didn't really know the business mm-hmm. or, you know, are you trying to get me to work the shifts? Your staff doesn't want to work. Right, uh, right, Yeah, so the guarantee's up there.
1: Well, good luck with everything. I mean, it looks like it's, it's nothing but, you know, going up from here. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you guys. Thank you, Ben. We yeah, appreciate so it. Much. Good luck. Yeah. Thank
3: you for listening to Florida Foodie. We'd also like to thank our guest Ben Ellsworth from GigPro. You can find the business online at gigpro.com and by searching GigProWorks on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to follow Lisa Bell online as well. Search Lisa Bell News on Facebook and Instagram or LisaBell News6 on Twitter. Candace Campos is on social media. She's on Twitter. Just search at Candace News6 and on Facebook, search Candace Campos News6. Also, a big thank you to our technical producers, Derek Mosher and Ryan Haley, and our director, Rich Burns. I'm the show's producer, Thomas Mates. Please take the time to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or tell a friend about us. And you can find videos of all of our podcasts on clickorlando.com slash Florida Foodie. And be sure to sign up for the Florida Foodie newsletter while you're there.